Hello everybody, how's everybody doing? This is, I guess, episode 15 of the Grappling Mic. How y'all been? How's your week been? I've been doing good. Good, I like to hear that, I like to hear that. It's actually pretty, pretty fucking sunny today. But, of course, it's still cold as shit, man. What's been going on with y'all's life, man? Oh, shit, yeah, the, this past weekend was, um, the Wilder and Fury fight. And this is what I got from that fight, right? Fury beat the dog shit at a Wilder. I don't know what the fuck, um, I don't know what the fuck was going on with Wilder, man, like, he, he tried to blame it on that costume, what, that fucking 40, 45 pound costume he wore. Like, okay, bro, that's that's really not. Let's say let's say it's a valid excuse for a little bit of the fucking fight. I don't think it. Oh my god, dude, you, you just gotta admit at that point that just Fury fucking is the better boxer. You can't fight off your back foot. And I think when was it? It was either the second or third round that Fury knocked him down. After that, he was not the same. He didn't have his legs under him. It looked like he was just wobbling in certain points of the fight after that. Even when he wasn't getting hit, when he was just trying to go away from Fury, he looked like he was just fucking... Try and get out of there, man. But yeah, Fury dominated that fucking fight. I was so... I was so happy, really, because... Like, his story... His comeback story from fucking... Losing... Or not losing, you know. He won against Klitschko and became the world champion then. Then he... He stopped doing it for like, what did he say, three years or something like that? And he ballooned up to like almost 400 pounds. He had a battle with like depression, drugs, alcohol, and all that shit. Almost killed himself. And come back, almost beat. I think he he, he should have won that first round, bro. Yeah, Wilder had those two knockdowns, but there's no fucking way that he won the fight. Because he stood, stood, Fury stood back up. Call it a longer than a 10 count or not, it was the fucking ref's count. And he stood back up within that count. And he beat the fuck out of him in that fight, too. He, I don't think he rocked. Well, he did rock him, I think, a couple of times. But he didn't, he didn't hurt him like he did this last fight. Because the first fight, he was just, like, outpointing him. He was outboxing him, pretty much. You jab, move, jab, move, jab, move. And that's... That's how he got hit the first the first match. He gave him... He gave Wilder space to throw that right hand. And Wilder threw it. And he caught him a few times. And this last fight... He didn't give him any space. He was like... It, it was just the perfect game plan. I don't know. That, that, that's what I saw. It was a perfect fucking game plan. You go in... Oh, I'm starting to get these little fucking buzzing sound of my fucking headphones. Dude, it's these bitch-ass headphones, dude. It was like some fucking high-pitched screeching noise before I start trying to do this shit. I was like, God damn it, I had to buy new ones. No, but, um, the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Fury's game plan. So Fury, in the second fight, dude, he didn't give him any space. Like, he walked him down, he stepped forward, he jab, jab, right hand. What the fuck? Oh, no. Jab, jab, right hand, and when Wilder would try to come back at him, he kind of like clinch him up and, you know, push him down. 
there's a lot of points where Fury would kind of get him like in a little headlock and just push him down just to weigh on him, dude. He tired him the fuck out. It's just that he tired him the fuck out. And Wilder has never gotten that done to him before. And it showed in that fight. It's like, oh, this dude. And he he can't fight off this back foot. While he's backing up, he cannot fight. It's... Like, for sure, I was just watching a video earlier that he said he's going to get the rematch and try and go for it again. But, goddamn, I'm not... I don't think I want to see that again, man. I don't think Wilder beats Fury. Ever. Because Fury's just too fucking good. His skills are top tier, top echelon of boxing. And... His game planning is in, it's pretty fucking good too. So it's not like he's gonna go in there with a with a fucking just uh, a right hand like Wilder. Wilder just goes in there and just he has that one hand. If you land that one hand, it's over. But the crazy thing is. He didn't really land it on Fury. He landed, I'd say, maybe two or three right hands on him, like hard right hands, but they weren't like clean hits. Because Fury kind of rolled with it. Like as soon as he throw it, Fury back up and turn his head to roll with the punch. So he'd get hit, but he wouldn't get like the full fucking hit of it. He got clipped for sure a couple times, but he never got like wobbled or anything. Took the hit, came right back at him. Like, all right, come on, bitch, let's go. And the one thing that was really, that I thought was really smart was when he would go in, even before going in for the clinch, he would stick his left arm out, like out and high. That way, like, if Wilder tried to throw that right hand, he would fucking hit his arm, hit his arm, and maybe if it still went through his arm and hit him, but. It wouldn't hit him, like, full on. And I thought it was great. He wouldn't throw any fucking, like, Deontay just doesn't throw any, like, right uppercuts or hooks or anything. He just throws that straight right, dude. Like, come on. It's it's a massive weapon, but at least change it up in a different way. It could be a massive weapon in a different form, you know? Instead of just throwing a straight right, throw, like, a fucking, like, when he was putting his left, like, when Fury was putting that left hand up, throw a fucking uppercut, dude. Throw an uppercut. It'll go under that fucking hand. You won't go over it. But that motherfucker just wanted to throw that right overhand. And get and he would just get stopped by that right arm. Then Fury would come in, clench him up, punch him a little bit to the body. It was uh it was a dismantlement, bro. I don't think I wanna see a third fight of that. I wanna see, I wanna see Fury fight Joshua. That is a fucking fight right there. They're both high skilled boxers, but Again, I think Fury beats him. But but I do think Joshua puts up a much better fight. If I do say so myself. Just because he can actually like box, he can move, he can throw hooks and jabs, he can sit behind a jab. He can set up shots, you're not just fucking going for one one punch. That was gonna be a really good fucking fight, I can't wait for that one. So it's just since Wilder has um, um, activated his uh, <clears throat> excuse me, activated his rematch clause. So let's say we get that fight in summer, maybe around the summer, somewhere around there. I'm not fucking watching that again, dude. That was a ma- actually, you know what? Fuck it, I'll watch it. Oh shit! Because I really like the entrances. Dude, Tyson Fury's entrance was fucking insanely... I thought it was fucking hilarious. He literally came out on, like, that fucking, um... What are those things called? It's not a chariot. Ah, oh, fuck. What are those fucking things? I don't know. I don't know what they're fucking called. But pretty much he got walked out with these, uh, chicks... 
fucking walking them out on their shoulders and shit, bro. Hey, there was some fine-ass chicks, bro. All the tits out and everything, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, their entrances were ridiculous. I even like Wilder's entrance. His little fucking costume thing. I thought it was fucking dope. It looked like, uh... Like the fucking, um... What's that? Ghost Rider? Is that the name of it? No, I don't think I'm thinking of the same fucking thing. Wait, what the fuck is Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider's the one with Nicolas Cage, ain't it? When he turns into the fucking... The burning skeleton motherfucker. I thought it was dope, though. It was like all black with diamond-encrusted shit on them, bro. Look dope. You blame that shit for his uh, lack of fighting ability or whatever, but the costume itself is pretty fucking dope. And then, uh... But yeah, dude, I don't want to see that. Maybe I'll, I'd like to see maybe... Um, Wilder versus uh, Ruiz. Ruiz. I think that'd be a good fight. Just because Andy can his whole his whole game plan is to get inside. If he's fighting a bigger guy like when he fought Joshua the first time, he got inside, he beat him up a little bit, he threw some fucking combinations. I think he can do that shit to Wilder. Maybe he gets starched, but getting inside, I mean that's what Fury did. He got inside. He he obviously Reed is not as big as Fury. Henry is like six feet tall, six one, six two. So he's definitely not gonna have the height advantage, but he can get inside and smother him a little bit. Throw some fucking fast hands. God, I wonder how Ruiz is gonna come back though. He's gotta bounce back after that shit of a performance when he fought Joshua. God damn dude, that was that was sad to fucking watch, cause like, dude, really, the biggest fight of your life, right here, and you're gonna fucking, and you didn't train for it. I think he came out like 280 or some shit, dude. It's like 30 pounds more than he fucking weighed last in the first fight. It was, it was honestly embarrassing to see. It was disappointing, and I was rooting for him, man. I was like, oh, I hope it's not true. I hope he comes in. <clears throat> he really did become that cliche, dude. <sighs> Fuck, I hope he does come back pretty solid, though. Uh, it's gonna be hard for him to get a fucking title match, but... I hope he makes a solid comeback, though. I wish him all the best. <clears throat> dude. So this week, we've been, um... At Jiu-Jitsu, we've been, um... Doing some shit from uh, the seminar that our professor went to. Uh, one is the uh, Kimura Trap and the uh, Reverse Daily Heva. Some shit to do from there, like situational stuff and stuff like that. Dude, it is so... And there are like some, there's some new people that go in there, like every, maybe not every week, but every few weeks there'll be some new people in there. And, all, and, and this week there were some new people there but you can kind of see on their faces when they first go in there especially this week because there's just a shit ton of stuff to learn dude it's just so much once you're doing it and doing it over again like the first we did the Kamora trap and situations and all that for the first Monday through Wednesday then Thursday Yesterday and today, we're doing oh, oh fuck, excuse me, reverse daily heva and situations from there. But um, yeah, like the, <laughs> like the faces you see on some of the people when it's like when when it was the um, Kamora trap because there's just so much shit that goes into that. Cause like to get that, let's say you gotta, you're standing up and they're on the back, they're an open guard, you're trying to knee cut, or the knee slice, the, oh either one, knee cut pass, and they sit up, grab your leg, hold it in, 
That's when you gotta go in, trap their arm in a Kimura grip. Not really in a straight up Kimura, but a Kimura grip. And then you roll on your back. You roll on your back. Let me see if I can remember this shit step for step. Cause it's a fucking lot. Kimura grip. Roll onto your back. Break the grip. Cross one leg over the arm that's over the leg that's trapping the arm. Scoot your hip or uh, pop your hip up. Scoop the arm with the the leg that was over. Then shoot the other leg, the other knee under the arm, and trap that arm there and bring him belly up. On top of you, belly up. And from there, it's just there's there's an arm bar, there's a key lock, there's a fucking a a a choke. Then from there, if they try to counter, okay, let's see. It's the first. It's the arm bar. It's the arm bar, right? But if they kind of like instead of keeping their hand out, they um. What's this called? They bend their arm back up to where you can't really stretch it out. That's when you you switch the grip on the well you keep the grip on the one hand for the Kimura grip. So they kinda they you they don't pull out and you grab you grab their arm or their wrist on the on the arm bar one that they bent so you can't pull an arm bar on them. And then you bridge while you pull out the arm, that's key lock. And then if they counter that by bridging too much, you go back in for a, a, um, a collar choke. Dude, it's like the worst. It's one of the worst positions to be in if you get caught in there because there's just so many counters for whatever defense you're trying to prove or you're trying to do. And so let's say... Even when you go for the collar choke, if they try to fucking reverse that, like by rolling over you, see they they'll bridge and they'll walk towards your leg, roll over, you just follow them, and then you're basically on top of them on like on their head, and you still have that Kimura grip, you maintain that grip, but then you have uh, you have an arm bar right there. If you just literally just sprawl out, that's an arm bar. Because that arm is still trapped. If you follow him like you're supposed to. And then if if you don't want to go for the arm bar or they kind of stop it somehow, you let go of that arm while you still have that collar, that collar grip on there. And you just clock choke the fuck out of him, dude. It is so, it is nasty being in that fucking position. <laughs> Because there's just so much shit to get countered from if you're, um... There's also, like, a back take from there. Let's say their arm... They get that arm bar arm free. And they're walking towards your head like they're supposed to. You push. You, uh... You get that Kimura grip. You push into them. Back up. You slide one knee th through the bottom of them. Because they're going to create a space there while trying to go to your head. You slide that knee through, you get one hook in, you kick the other side, boom. Then you roll over, you're in an armbar position, like a normal armbar position. It's kind of hard to describe this like audio, but I'm trying to remember this shit. It's also pretty good for me, trying to remember this shit through my mind. And then let's say they escape the arm, right? And they try to roll the opposite way. They try to walk towards your legs. I heard that dog. Alright. <laughs> so they, they get their arm free. They try to walk towards your legs instead of the head. So you let them kind of walk around you. And right before they go over your head. Because that's, that's what they're supposed to do. Try and go over your head to the other side. You you shrimp out, hip escape, push the fucking Kimura grip onto them, 
and then you're right back in that position to take their back. Slide that knee through, ba ba bam, boom, armbar. It's so nasty being in that fucking position. <laughs> it's really, and when you see like other people try to take in all that on like their first day when they're new, they're just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Because, like, I came in when I first, like, my first class, I think, they were studying just, um, I can't remember what the fuck they were doing. But they were doing, like, some more, uh, more of the basic stuff, like, some of the basics. Like, I think it might have been in arm bars, um, just, uh, sweeps from closed guard, you know, pretty simple stuff. Simple in terms of, like, the basics. But I managed to come in that way and get like a couple fundamentals going. But if you if you're new, starting like if you started this past Monday, holy shit, it's a lot to take in. Even it's even a lot to take in if you've been there for a minute, because it's just there's just so many options. And let's see. I've been trying to work on my open guard a lot more. Like, um, well, let's say they come in, I'll try to fucking, I'll try to post up, not post up, I don't know, this is the same basketball, but let's say, let's say we're starting from the knees, I'll try to, I'll try to get the grip on the sleeves, put my, put my, uh, feet on their hips, and open my knees up, that way they don't really have a lot of movement in their arms. To like escape or get away so I, I'm trying to work on that shit a lot dude I fucking uh, roll with um, his name's Kyle he's a police officer this dude's fucking jacked it's like trying to fucking armbar rock dude he doesn't move at all and he, he <laughs> every time I roll against him I'm like fuck I just gotta like I'm gonna try some shit but god damn I know I'm gonna get murked Cause that dude, he doesn't. Cause unlike other people, when they first started, when he first started, he's uh he was calm as shit during rolling. He's just like waiting for me to attack or something. And I think the first couple times he didn't catch me, but like I caught him, but I couldn't finish it. Like, I caught him in that reverse triangle, but I couldn't finish that motherfucker. And I had him in a Kamori, but I couldn't fucking finish it. Just because he's so goddamn strong, dude. He's thick as fuck, too. Like, you can't... Like, I got short legs, bro. I can't wrap... I can't get a good, tight triangle in on him. Because his shoulders are just so fucking huge. But... he When he came in... He, does, he didn't panic. And that's like... That's kind of one thing that... I'll, damn near everybody does when they first start jiu-jitsu, I'm guessing. Because I did that for sure. Like, let's say if they give me a position, I'm just trying to get the fuck out. I'm trying to fucking bump and uh, bump them off me. If they, let's say they're in time I'm trying to fucking square them out of there and bump it every fucking way. And they just catch me. They're like, oh, arm. Caught that bitch. But yeah, what I've been... What... What, uh... Cause like when there's other there's new people come in and let's say I, I roll with them, let's say we're rolling and I roll with them, they're trying to fucking you know they're trying to get me. That's what you're supposed to do. And usually if I get on top of them, they just they just trying to get me the fuck out. They're trying to push me off. They're trying to bump me off. I'm like I mean all right, bro. Yeah, I mean you could do that for sure, but. Try not to exert all your energy and trying to fucking one move over and over like, because <laughs> then, because one thing I like to do when there's uh, people that are breathing hard as shit, let's say I'm on top, let's say I'm on top now, right? And what I do, I just, I'm not like posturing up, I'm down on them, I'm down like chest to chest on them, hugging them, you know, fucking getting like a grip on the head or something. And if I hear them like breathing hard or breathing fast, like <sighs> I 
And like I, I can control my oh fuck I can control my breathing pretty well and I'll just start breathing real slow like <sighs> while I'm <laughs> while I'm trying to get in the fucking arm bar and choke them out or something I'm just breathing in their ear really really fucking slow and calm just to like play fucking mind games I'm like oh this dude ain't fucking trying shit even when I'm in like when I'm in trouble bro I'm just like alright come the fuck down for ideas Try to find a way out of this. Because once you start to panic, it, it, it goes out. It can go out the window pretty fucking quick. Once you start doing just sporadic movements. If you, Like, if you throw an arm out of there, out there somewhere, they'll catch you. That's the one thing I learned from fucking rolling with Jared. Because whenever I try to, like, let's say I try to, um, let's say it's his open guard, right? And... I try to grab on his sleeve while I'm like in a, like I'm low, I'm grabbing the sleeve, I'm trying to grab his pants so he can't fucking lock up a closed guard again, because he has deli heave and usually I would have my arm extended trying to reach his fucking collar, and I would never like get in, like pull him back into me, and many times he has caught me in an arm bar or a triangle. Just from leaving that arm out there. And every time I do that now, and I, when I see that I, I've extended my arm, I either pull it all the way back, just fucking let go of the grip and pull it all the way back, that I can kind of reset, or I make sure to pull in myself. That way it's not like a fucking, it's not a freebie out there, because I'm just like, oh shit, I don't want to get caught in a triangle or an arm bar. Oh my god, dude, it's... Jiu-Jitsu is so fun, especially just like rolling with people and and pulling off some shit that you that you've been trying to do, like study. I I don't think I've gotten a oh, actually, I've gotten a couple kimuras this week, but I I haven't gone for them a lot anymore. Just just kind of like to scare them to like get their arm off like kind of push them off me or, or create a space or make them do something that so gives me a little bit of space to squirm the fuck out because usually people can like people can defend a Kimura pretty well but I've been trying to work on the triangle and because before I was just like alright Kimura 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 just start looking for that shit everywhere and I would catch it in different places, but, but then eventually, it just wouldn't fucking work very well, because people know that's what I fucking like to do, that's my go-to move, like, uh, Tina, when I roll with Tina, she's, she's a fucking killer, and she knows that I like the Kimura, so she'll counter that motherfucker like a, like a beast, (laughs) or she won't lay it, or she might lay a trap out of there for me and just fucking what did I try to do? okay me and Tony were rolling and he was he was in side control he was on top of me but I managed to get his arm in like an Americana grip and I almost got him but he ended up like swimming his other arm over and turning it into a Kimura for him <laughs> I was like oh fuck here we go and which uh, sometimes I just put myself in those places on fucking like before I realize it I'm like oh fuck I fucked this up cause like when there's somebody on top of me and let's say they're kind of trapped my arm sometimes what I try to do maybe I should probably stop trying to do this is like I try to just push them off me and go and go um And go underneath them to to the back. And if I'm rolling against higher rank belts, they'll likely stop that. They'll fucking get me in a triangle because they end up literally one arm in, one arm out. So it's an easy triangle or an arm bar from right there. And I'm just like, oh, every time that happens to me, because <clears throat> this, I think it was, yeah, Thursday. Thursday, like it was only me. This other white belt, uh, we're both two stripes, 
and then there was a there was a professor which which is a black belt and then this other guy that just came in there he's a black belt too he's from Florida but um so it was basically like two privates two private lessons pretty much and and we had a roll with each other it was like for like the last we rolled for like five minutes I think each so for like 15 minutes so the first first I rolled with uh the the dude that came from Florida, the black belt, he's from, oh, I just said he's from Florida, bro with him, dude, it is so, because that's, that's what happened, he was, he got on top mount, he had like one arm trap, I tried to push him off, he said, nope, call me in the triangle, blah, 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 and uh, let's see, and it's just so, it's fun rolling with black belts just because you're you going to get tapped. But it's just also really fucking confusing. What makes it confusing is that they're 20 steps ahead of you. They already know what you're trying to fucking do. They already got traps set up and everything. Let's say let's say you feel like a little space that you try you can roll and try to escape out of. You're like, oh, okay. Try to do this shit. Boom, that was the trap. They use that momentum and take you. <laughs> And take you that way, and next thing you know, you're in a fucking arm bar in a Kimura. Because I rode with Alex, and he he fucked me up. And I was like, God damn, son. And then after him, I rolled with a uh, professor. And professor is a motherfucker, too, because he's, he's big as shit. He's, uh, he, what'd he say? He's like 220 or 230. But he's a big dude. Not fat, but he's just tall and pretty fucking stout. And, uh, cause once you're, when you're trying to do something like, alright, let me try to for a knee cut pass here. Bro, they already fucking know. Like, once they feel that little movement going that way, they're already, like, calculating this shit. Like, alright, let me go here, here, here. Boom. It's done. It's, it's pretty much, like, I'm trying to get them. And, like, there's a Kimura I always see from side, when they're on my side control, and if my arms are free, both my arms are, uh, over his, uh, over one side of his body, and his arm just flies out there, I can catch it. But, if they manage to trap my arm with that knee, then it's, then it's a pain in the ass, because it's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, God damn, I think he had like a, he had a Kimura grip north and south, he's fucking, I was like, oh my god. I didn't tap just because he was giving me like kind of space to like move and try to wiggle out. And I managed to wiggle out of that one, but it's still, it's, it's just, it's almost not fair. <laughs> Rolling with those motherfuckers, dude. Black belts are another fucking level. God damn, dude. Like, for sure, they could tap me easily, way easier than they they do, but also, they're, they're trying to give me, like, kind of options and kind of things to learn, ways to fucking get out, of, get out of situations and stuff, but... Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, what what else did we work? We worked the Kamora Trap and the Modified Deliva. Or Reverse Deliva. That was pretty fun, too. Because it's, instead of a regular Deliva, it's, you're kind of like on the, you hook in with the opposite leg. And, uh, and you hook that foot with the, with the other one kind of like create pressure right there and I like the because there's one let's say they're trying to go for the knee cut pass right you push and extend your legs you push your arm when you have the grip on on the collar you push it and extend your legs boom boom so you go on one knee you take the reverse of the heel hook you push on the knee you swing the other leg under the leg that that you had in the reverse de leva while you still have the grip on the pants you bring it up you stand up and if they get up with you you 
bring the room in on the one side with the collar side and once you see him trying to start going off balance you step back swing them the other way boom they're on the back you're in a fucking leg drag position right there I was like oh I like this I like this oh, god damn it this mic is so fucking like picks up supersonic sounds and shit bro I better fucking pick up an ant walking across the goddamn room Yeah, then that's what else have you the fuck did we learn from there yesterday? Let's see reverse daily heave let's see dusk leg drag and then we learned that one where um we get up on ourselves and if they don't get up with us we just have the pretty good grip on them, pretty good angle to go for um just the outside pass, a knee cup pass, or step over. I'm trying to think if we didn't like any submissions from there. No, I think yesterday was just like kind of situational stuff like that. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, dude, you know what's really fucking really fucking good are those macaroons y'all ever had those these little actually you know hold on let me let me go get one i'll be right right back now fuckers all right i'm back dude these little fucking things i don't know what they are honestly like i think they're like italian of italian descent but they're like these little fucking cookie things. And they have like this little, um, I don't know what the fuck it is inside of there. It's like a, this is like a little cookie sandwich, like a miniature cookie sandwich, like a little bite size one. But dude, they're so fucking good. Like, I don't, it feels like candy, like the little filling inside, but. But I'm just saying, bro, these motherfuckers are delicious. Like, if you haven't tried macaroons, try those motherfuckers out there. It's so fucking good. But they're goddamn expensive, dude. They're like $8 a little box. And they come in like... They come like 12 of them. And the one I got was 12. It was like three of four different flavors. Oh my god. But I think it was fucking eight dollars for those little bite sized pieces, bro. My god damn son, but they are so fucking delicious. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I think they're from somewhere in Italy, maybe France. Let me do this little research real quick. Let me do some research. Oh shit. You know, I'll stop using the Google browser just because I got tired of all that shit popping up on my fucking, on my, um, like I, I got tired of ads popping up everywhere on my goddamn phone, bro. I just said, fuck Google. I'm with this web browser called Brave and it's really good because you don't fucking, well, on my, on my computer. I use Brave. On my phone, I just use Safari. It's because I can look up shit on there and it doesn't really give me ads for every fucking thing. Because when I used to look up shit on Google, I would search for one thing and then I get ads on YouTube for like a fucking month about like tires or some shit that I was looking up for like headlights or light bulbs or whatever the fuck I, I looked up. What the fuck was I going to look up? Oh yeah, macaroons. Mac, uh, Macaroons. Yeah, I thought it was with two O's, but apparently it was just with one. Oh, they're French. Okay. They're French macaroons. Damn, I thought they were Italian. 
but actually now it makes sense. Macaroons sounds French. Merengue, that's French too. Macaroni, is that French? No way. It's gotta be like American in it. Macaroon, making a trash shaped. Okay, let's see. Macaroni is dry pasta shaped like net. Actually, no, let me go read the definition of macaroon. Okay. A macaroon or French macaroon is a sweet merengue based confection made with egg white, icing sugar, granulated sugar, almond meal, and food coloring. There is some variation in whether the term macaroon. Wait, what? Whether the term macaron or macaroon is used and the related coconut macaroon is often confused with the mac... Oh my god, that just fucked me up. They just said macaroon like 20 times that last fucking sentence. Let me reread... <laughs> Let me reread that shit. It says there is some variation in whether the term macaron... Or no, macaron... How the fuck do you pronounce that shit? There is some variation where the term macaron or macaroon is dead. Oh, it's dead. What the fuck? I can't fucking read. It's used. <laughs> God damn, I'm dyslexic. And the related coconut macaroon is often confused with the macaron. What the fuck is a coconut macaroon? Is that that shit I'm thinking of? It's like a little ball. But it's like coconut. I think I've had those before. Wipe out, bitch. Delete. Oh, fuck. What the fuck did I press? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. A coconut macaroon. I like these little... Let's see. A, a macaroon... <laughs> Oh, okay, see, I was thinking of the wrong fucking thing. A macaroon is a small biscuit or cookie typically made from ground almond, coconut, or other nuts with sugar and sometimes flavoring. Food coloring, glazed cherries, jam, or chocolate coating, or a combination of these or other ingredients. Some recipes call for sweetened condensed milk. Mm. They look pretty good. I think I've had those before, though. They're pretty good. Ah, oh, fuck. Scare the shit out of me. Fucking notification bullshit. Hmm. Okay, so that's the difference. Okay. I think I've been saying the wrong fucking one then. I've been saying macaron or macaroon instead of macarons. I'm talking about the macarons or like these little fucking cookie sandwich looking things. They're fucking delicious. Alright, let's get a little fucking. Dude, I've been watching the show. Um. The outsider because what popped up on my homepage on this fucking thing and dude it is so fucking good it's fucking terrifying though like let me read you the synopsis kind of like what's <laughs> it's about it's like some supernatural shit it's about El Coco the motherfucker that eat you if you don't behave or shit like that. But let me read you this, this. And, like, the first episode is fucking wild. Because it starts off, literally, it shows a fucking dead kid, like, mauled. Like, some ate the fuck out of it. Like, oh my god. I was like, oh shit, this shit is real, motherfucker. It's some real shit. Not real, real, but, like, you know, it's a real goddamn show. See, when an insidious supernatural force edges its way into a seemingly straightforward investigation into the gruesome murder of a young boy, it leads a seasoned cop and an unorthodox investigator to question everything they believe in. Dude, it's a fucking, it's a great goddamn show. That's all I gotta say, dude. It's, it's fucking fantastic. 
It's only eight episodes in so far. It's fucking genius, dude. That's all I gotta say about that, man. It's fucking... What the fuck is this? Primal. A caveman forms a bond with the dinosaurs to show to survive in a hostile world. Nah, you're fucking watching that dumb shit. <laughs> that looks ridiculous, bro. Dude, the fucking season two of uh, Altered Carbon came out yesterday, I believe. It's fucking. I've only watched the first episode of the of the, of the new season, but I love the first season because it's so wild. Because it's just talking about how the the kind of basis of the show is like there's these things called stacks, right? They're like these. They're kind of like the hard drive of the human consciousness that you can download your consciousness onto and. You can get, let's say you get shot in the heart, right? You die. As long as that stack remains intact, you can come back in another body or what they call a sleeve. And you can pretty much live forever. And what what I thought was really cool from the first season was that if you decided to do that, become immortal, because you can have a choice. You can have the stack or just have a normal life and um, die pretty much like actually die but if you have to uh, if you do choose to take uh, the stack you have to like give up all your religious beliefs and shit like that you have to like renounce all your uh, religious beliefs because I mean I I just thought that that was a cool concept of it I mean, it's pretty much about, like, this dude that, um, he died, and I think it was, like, some sort of rebellion or something. It's been a long time since I saw the first season. But this dude, Kovach, Kovach, yeah. And, uh, he's come back, I think, what they call him? The on- he's an envoy, and they're, like, elite fucking warriors or something. And he's, like, the last one of them. So, oh, fuck, excuse me. Excuse that more. Holy fucking Jesus. But yeah, so he comes back and he's trying to find or pretty much the first season was him trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And uh, he ends up like working for somebody or I think I think he's like trying to he's helping a detective figure out some crimes or some shit like that. It's pretty it's it's a good show. I'm not doing it justice by trying to fucking explain it here. It's a good fucking show, though. Then season three of Ozark's come, of Ozark comes out, in, like, late next month. Or basically, yeah, late March. And I'm fucking excited for that one, dude. I love that show. That show is so fucking good. Oh, my God. Oh, shit, you know what? Like, the... I think it was like last week or something. I've been dreaming about. I had two dreams. No, I haven't been dreaming. Like, like I, I literally like fell asleep and I dreamt that uh, like two days in a row that I did coke <laughs> in my dreams. They were just the, the weirdest shit. Because like in my dream, this would have happened. Right? I would. I can't remember exactly how the fuck I found a coke. But I just remember in my dream, I did the coke, like a shit ton of coke, and then I just went for a run, a, a run around the fucking neighborhood, like the suburbs or some shit, and then people from the fucking, <laughs> people would come out of their houses, I'd give them coke, and they'd just start running with me, and I became like, you know, like when Kevin Hart runs with that group of people and shit, that's what <laughs> That's what it ended up being like, pretty much. It's some weird fucking dreams, dude. I don't think they mean anything. Like, maybe not those dreams. Maybe some dreams do, but that dream, I don't think fucking meant shit. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it has a deeper meaning of me wanting to do coke and go for a run. No, I don't think that's what the fucking means. I think it's just a wild fucking dream, you know? And, uh, you know, recently I've been, trying to, I've been looking up, like, therapists. I think I'm a, 
think I'm going to go to see a therapist, dude. Just because, um, like, there, there's trauma that I've had that, that I've honestly never talked to people about, like, n never told anybody about, not even my family or close friends and all that shit. So I, I kind of want to just go look look into uh, a therapist around here or mid, like Murfreesboro somewhere and even if I just go like once a month cause those motherfuckers are, ain't fucking cheap I'm not going once every fucking week I might go once a fucking month if I find one cause um cause there is cause you know when you ever just like you're just you know going about your day and, and you just have a thought or a memory just pop back in here like what the fuck where did that come from and I've had that fucking thought those uh, memories I, I, I would I guess more often now than I've had before <laughs> cause like before I had done a really good job of like forgetting it like keeping that shit deep down And some, and then all of a sudden, this shit just pops right back up out of fucking nowhere. Like I'll be at work, I'm like, fuck. It'll just pop right back into my head. And, and of course, it's a memory. I'm not gonna be able to forget that shit. But I gotta figure out some, some way to deal with that, other than pushing that shit back down. You know. So I'm looking into a like trauma therapist or or some some kind of fucking therapist, dude. I just want to fucking cause you know the thing. I don't like some people say like talk to your loved ones or your close friends. Like I don't want to put that shit on them, bro. Like I don't want to put that type of like oh I don't know how to respond to this type of shit. Cause you know if somebody told let's say I hadn't gone. Let's say somebody tells me some trauma they had and I can't relate to it at all. I don't know what to say. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just like, fuck. I'm, um, I can't say I, I feel you, or I can't say like, um, it, I'm just not good at consoling like that shit, dude. I'm, I'm terrible at it, and I don't think a lot of people are good at. It. That's why I want to go to a therapist just to like get that shit out of me and fucking and, and you know just see if my fucking mental state improves so I'm not saying I'm fucking like dysfunctional I'm not fucking it doesn't I say it doesn't it doesn't feel like it affects me a lot but I don't fucking I honestly don't know I'm not 100% sure that it doesn't affect me Who the fuck's making noise? Out there in the fucking kitchen. But yeah, dude, I'm um. I I, I just want to go see how it is and see how it is affecting me. If it well, for sure it is in a way, but I just want to see how. Let's see if there's like a better way or if I can just deal with it. But yeah, man. I'm gonna go see a terrorist. How do you say this in Spanish? I was trying to look that shit up the other day. I couldn't fucking. I couldn't. Just Google. Google Translate, motherfucker. Boy, I can't spell Google. What the fuck? Bitch. Fucking cunt. God damn it. Google Translate. Oh, fuck, excuse me. Let's see. Therapy. On to Spanish. Where's SP? Oh, there it is. 
Terapia. Okay. Terapia. Sounds like tilapia. Literally change the E and the R into a to a IL and it's tilapia. <laughs> Let's see what's therapist. Therapist. Boy, I'm therapist. Therap Hold on, let me see this shit. Terapeuta, okay. Hmm. Okay. Actually, so what's, uh, what's asshole? No, there's no fucking way. It says asshole is stupid or stupid. No, it's gotta be culero. There's no way this because that's stupid. That's literally the, the translation for stupid. Oh, shit, I'm gonna spell the fuck out of stupid. See? Let's see what's um Um It's a cunt. Coach. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I'm fucking terrible. Let's see, that's another word I can translate. Let's, let's say macaron. Oh, misspelled the fuck out of that. Macaron. Oh, same fucking shit, okay. Wake, wake. Oh, dude, let me fucking. Some German shit, bro. Fucking. I took German in goddamn high school. Let's see. See what Kant is in German. Fotze. You say that. Fotze. <laughs> oh, you Fotze. You Fotze. I'll say you Kant. Du Fotze. Okay, okay. I'm getting my German back. Du Fotze. What's asshole? I can learn these curse words in German, bro. Case amount. Arshola. Arsh. Arsh. Let me see if I can guess it before it tells me. Arsh. Arshlosh. Oh. Arshloch. Arshloch. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what else? What else? Let's just say stupid. What's that? Blood. Blood. Okay. Blood. Okay, okay, I got you. God damn it. Let's see. Let's send it with, uh... Let's see, uh, let's see. Let's see. Have... Oh, shit. Have a good... Day. You. Cunts. See, have a good day, you cunts. Let's see. <laughs> see what that is in German. It says, it says, Ich wünsche dir einen schönen Tag, du Fotzen. Ich wünsche dir einen schönen Tag, du Fotzen. Oh my god. That went fast as shit. All them bitch repeated again. Ich wünsche dir einen schönen Tag, du Fünschen. Okay, okay, I'll get my German on. Alright, guys, so, uh, I might upload another one today just because I do want to talk about, um, just some anime that I've been watching and some manga that I've been reading. Just, just want to, you know, get a different topic going, you know. But, I'll upload this motherfucker and... And I'll probably record that one later on today after I, you know, do what I gotta do. What a real what I gotta do. Okay. But yeah, have a good day, you cunts. Ich wünsche dir einen schönen Tag, du Fortschen. And I will see. Talk to you later. Wir sprechen später.
Oh fuck. Respect and spirit. Alright. So you have a fucking good day until I talk to y'all again and uh peace out, homies.